Hey, what's up, everyone? It's State of the Revolution, the Michigan Progressive Podcast. Uh, it's me, Benjamin. Uh, we also have with us uh, Alex. We've got Zach. Uh, we got Kelly Collison and Mara Zumberg and uh, Addison Hutchison. Yep, that's it. Okay, cool. Yeah, we uh, we we just we just met Addison. Uh, yeah, it's uh, Sunday, January nineteenth, as we tape this, and we are coming to you from the basements of an Airbnb in uh, Des Moines, Iowa, uh, where we have traveled from Michigan uh, to canvas for Bernie Sanders. Uh, Alex, Kelly, Zach, and Mara got here, what was it, Thursday? Thursday, yeah. Thursday night. I got here Thursday last night. Thursday evening. Uh, Addison, you came from Ohio? Yeah, so I uh, I was originally supposed to fly all the way here, but I uh, flew from Columbus to St. Louis and then got off my plane and turned my airplane mode off and my flight had been canceled to Des Moines, so I rented a car and drove through an ice storm on friday to get here so that's it was that's dedication insane? that is that fucking is insane obvious. okay that that's is. that's a that's a hero story yeah right i there. mean i i had a difficult time getting out of michigan i came here with uh leif and uh we like getting out of michigan like uh at least the mid-michigan area we were going like 40 miles an hour the entire time because we had just been hit by a blizzard too yeah that sounds familiar i would not recommend it yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I had more than one person say, ah, oh, well, you probably shouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, well, you want to know what? Um, that's why Bernie Sanders is going to win, because he's got a bunch of Spartan warriors who just watched 300, and they're <laughs> ready to go out and just knock out these doors and get that's these motherfucking caucus votes. Saying, all week. All week. <laughs> I feel like 300! Yeah, so no, really, what he's been saying all week is King of the North, <laughs> Kings of the North. <laughs> so uh, you guys have been here a few days. Uh, we we've been canvassing all day today. How how do y'all feel? Fucking cold. Yeah. It is freezing out here. Uh, we got like you know sub zero temperatures. There's a goddamn blizzard. Like I was asked several times the other day, like why why are you outside? What the fuck is wrong like, what with is, you? What are, you? What are you doing? And you know, of course, like my answer was. You know, pretty simple. Like, this is obviously very important. And, you know, it's either knocking doors in the blizzard or uh, have the planet go to hell. So. Right. <laughs> it's a tough, tough note there. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> but facts only. Stark yeah. options, but it's the truth. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I was, I was going to be like, yeah, I had a really good time on the doors today. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there was there was there was definitely good moments. Uh, I, I particularly like the moments in the warmth when people invited me in. It was it was, yes. it was great. Uh, so you made people cry? No, no, oh, no, no. Yeah. That old man. Let's get let's set the record straight. <laughs> I did not make that old man cry. That old man made me cry. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah. so, tell, tell us tell us about this. So yeah, I, I you know I walked up to this door and like I, I look at the I look at the the list and, and the guy's name's Mundy M U N D Y and I was like that's a that's an interesting name. That's and, a silent. Uh, generation name for sure one hundred percent you know as so I go up uh, I go up there and you know I, I knock on the door and I get that same question he's like oh god you're cold what are you what are you doing out there and uh, you know I'm like oh I'm knocking doors for Bernie and he's like oh isn't it you know is it really bad out there I was like that's oh, not bad you know some people offer me uh, inside and you know I've been offered hot chocolate and and cookies and he's like oh you want to come inside and have some hot chocolate? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I do. And so I, you know, I, I walk in and like, um, you know, I look around and like, it's a very nice house and it's a very middle class house. And, uh, um, you can tell like this guy, uh, 
was like madly in love with his wife. Like pictures everywhere, like of them together. And like, I was like, oh, okay. And so like, I, you know, I'm, I don't know if she's at work or, you know, like what's happening or whatnot. And I, and he pulls out a chair and I sit down and starts making the hot chocolate. And, you know, we're just talking about, you know, like, he's like, oh, you know, like, you know, are you from around here? And he was talking about our lives and, you know, what got me out there, his life and talking about traveling. It was, it was a very pretty broad conversation really. But eventually the conversation, <clears throat> you know, we're talking, uh, and like the, you know, we're just having a good time. And like, I, I feel like, uh, it's, it's one of those moments where he was, you could see like the loneliness in his face kind of. And I kind of felt like I, I had to like, you know, I kind of felt weird, like leaving in, at some point. Um, so I kind of like sat there and, you know, I'm, I'm listening to a story and like, eventually he like goes into like his wife and like, you know, I, I still don't know like where she's at or like, you know, what happened. And, and he tells me that she just died like six months ago and like, it was just brutal. And like, I can see like this like old man who like, I like bonded with in like the matter of like 10, 20 minutes over this conversation. And like he, you know, he starts to like, his eyes start to, you know, well up when he's talking about it, but then he like <clears throat> chokes it down kind of thing. And he keeps going, you know, we keep going. He, he's eating his dinner all, while, while he's doing this. And I'm just, you know, munching on this brownie and, and drinking hot chocolate, waiting for it to cool down. And <laughs> <kinda>, mostly <laughs> it was like really, really hot. And, um, eventually you know, I got, got a text from my crew of, uh, campus, fellow campuses here. I'm like, Hey, where are you? <laughs> you know, like you've been out there for a while and I'm like, Oh, you know, and I send him the address and I'm like, he's like, he asked me, he's like, Oh, is that, you know, what, what, what is, is anything going on? You know? And I was like, Oh, you know, just my you know, canvas and crew, just wondering where I'm at. And he's like, Oh, you gotta get going. I'm like, yeah, I kind of do. And so like I stand up and like, I, you know, I go to shake his hand and like he pulls me in for like a hug and like, he's like, I, I just want to say thank you for, for, for talking to me. And I had a really good conversation and you know, I'm not gonna lie, fucking, you know, got my eyes wet. That's that's a lot, man. Um, he he's he's an 80 year old man. He, he's, he's caucusing for Sanders, right? Oh yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You got you better have got that commit to vote card. Like, shit, I'm I'm crying right now. <laughs> yeah, I can confirm she's crying. Yeah. It was it was it was like honestly like the most adorable thing and like. I mean, like, like I said, most of the conversation was just talking. It, it was, it was like somewhat political, but I just like, I like, I like, I touched on it a little bit, and then like he moved into this, and I touch on it a little bit, and then he'd move into this, and so like, I, I, you know, after the second time I'm doing it, I'm just like, I'm just gonna let this this man tell me his story. Like, it's not even like, it was. <clears throat> it became. He I'll wanted some company. I'm, I'll he be wanted honest. some company for yeah, sure. Yeah, he wanted company. I'll be honest. Like, I went up there, uh, and my goal was. You know, obviously, what always your goal is to convert them into a Sanders supporter, but it turned into something different. Like it I, wasn't about converting them into a Sanders supporter. It was just like learning someone else's life struggle, what they've been through, and like what they made, like what made them as a person. And it was like, you know, it was weird. Well, I'm glad that you had a poignant and meaningful experience. I had uh, that was not my only one. I actually had another one the other night with an older guy. <laughs> Older guy named Michael who invited me in. He cannot canvas for Sanders because he's going to Mexico. But I was in his house for a good 25 minutes as well. And we also had uh, some deep conversation. And hot chocolate again? Um, no, no, no hot chocolate. All right. Yeah. So the, that's a really beautiful story, honestly. And like, I, it gets at some of the stuff we were talking about earlier about 
alienation and loneliness and like a lot of the like issues that people have today that is really a lot about what the Sanders campaign is about, about ending those things and bringing people back together and everything. But I really have to, I can't let this go. How good of a move it was when you went to his door to explain all the nice things other people had did to done for you, because it, I really feel like it creates an expectation for them to one up it. So oh, that's and, and pro tip. And pro tip. Like, so man, am I going to use that tomorrow when it's negative five degrees out and I'm walking outside? Like, look, it hasn't happened to me yet, but my friend got invited inside <laughs> and got brownies and. You know, Yo, your neighbor down the street just gave me your neighbor down the street just gave me fucking twenty dollars. Yeah. What, what are you gonna do? Yeah, see, and that's I think small. I didn't even think about. I was just looking for maybe a brownie. Uh, this Beng I got offered dinner by a, a, a Bengali grandma, like the one you know. I told you guys about that one, like uh, the other night. But uh, they were yeah. about to pick me up and. I was also really this full, is, but amazing. oh, you talking about the Bengali, like the yeah, the oh no no no. Different okay, door. we have stories too. All yeah, right, like, are, like, are, you about, are you talking about? Are you talking about? Okay, the, uh, but this is the best story. Okay, I think on. you're confusing it's two like stories. Ten seconds. Okay, it's not that story, but it's this one that you're about to tell. Yeah, me. so I went up and I, I knocked on the door and like um. It's, uh, I, I was knocking in a, so, you know, I'm, if you're familiar with Bernie and you've been following the campaign at all, you, you know that, um, you know, polling shows that he's doing extremely well with the Latino community. And I definitely experienced that. Um, I was knocking a very heavy Latino, uh, area and, um, you know, I, I go up on this door and it's a young Latino woman. And <clears throat> as soon as I knock on the door, she's like, Oh, what are you doing? And I'm like, Oh, I'm for Bernie. She's like, Yes, I'm for Bernie too. And I was like, you know, she's like, I actually just got, became a citizen to vote for him. And like, she, Got her sister to also become a citizen to vote for him. So it's like, that's actually like crazy. Like I had a similar uh, story. Like um, one person that uh, I uh, got gave a commit uh, caucus card to. Um, she had already. Uh, she said that yeah, like I'm already a Sanders supporter and I'm taking everyone like in the house like to uh, uh, caucus for uh, Bernie Sanders. And uh, she's like, yeah, my husband just got uh, citizenship so that he can vote. And, um, you know, the, that's so amazing. Yeah. And, uh, this is like a right winger's worst nightmare. No, it's yeah. like, <laughs> it's like, people, like people yeah. becoming U S citizens to, to vote for a socialist. <laughs> no. And I'm glad you, I'm glad you said that too. Right. Like I, I, I barely heard like, um, Oh, I like, what, what about the socialism thing? Or like, I, so we can't do a socialist, you know, like that can't happen only you, once or twice in the affluent neighborhood. Right. And you, yeah. and you want to know what it, it was like, I didn't even, like, I, I love Bernie. I just am worried that like, <laughs> what if we go too far left? Yeah. What about that like socialism thing? No, but like, I, you want to know who I, what I heard over and over and over again was I'll vote for anybody like against Trump. Yeah. Which like oh, yeah. which means we have a huge opportunity here like in terms of the movement in terms of like leftism globally. Like uh this is like a huge huge time and I think it's kind of messed up that Zach was fishing for brownies and hot chocolate while I was <laughs> getting the most commit to caucus cards of the entire group. <laughs> that may or may not be fraud. <laughs> the, the yeah, I don't know why that this has been like a talking point among some of you guys. It's like ridiculous, honestly. If this I'm being is, honest, like libel. If I'm being honest, so the hot chocolate and brownies was a consolation prize because the real prize was that man's friendship. <laughs> <laughs> boo. 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 Sorry, boo. Yeah. 
I don't want to boo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, no, real talk though. Like, uh, probably one of my like favorite um, ones was just like uh, pushing some people who were stuck in their car out. And then oh, yeah. getting them, I don't even think that they were necessarily like on my list, but I was just like, here, you're going to caucus for Bernie Sanders, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> over and over and over again, man, especially like during the blizzard while I was still coming down, I would just say, hey, I'm in this blizzard because Bernie Sanders has got to win. Don't you love how I'm out here? Like, and they're like, holy shit. One, per one woman who was, was like, um, oh, I'm, co I'm coming to whoever you want. Like whoever you're here for, like I'm, I'm done. That's who I'm for. Whoever you're here for, whoever you're, that's it. Seriously, and then, that's, that's crazy awesome. though in Iowa is that there's so many people, there's so many people that I talked to that were like, uh, I'm not going to decide until like actually caucus night. No, but you want to know what the best part though, was that I got to her husband and he allowed me to give like, uh, my elective, uh, my electability pitch to uh, him and yeah basically uh, it was very easy to convince him because the argument is very strong Bernie okay, Sanders so tell us about your uh, electability pitch. yeah Alex uh, please yeah you were telling me you told me about this last oh, night and I haven't heard it yet so this is an exciting yes moment. yes this is this is the pitch that really 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 uh, convinces people at the doors um, to vote for Bernie Sanders more than anything else like they and here's the thing they don't care about policy um, this actually goes to what, you know, Zach's story was talking about personal connectionship, personal connections and like, you know, um, just like, uh, general feelings are way more important than like the policy stuff, like in the whole. And, you know, like people have very, very contradictory views, right? Like I had a bunch of people who were like Pete supporters whose second uh, choice was Bernie. Like that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Right. Yeah. So like. And, and, you know, so it's because so voters don't they don't vote on ideology. They vote on aesthetic. They vote on aesthetic. That's the word I was looking for earlier. Right. And uh, yeah. So so, you know, I got to I got to give the, this guy the electability pitch, which is that Bernie Sanders uh, polls the best amongst independents. That's number one. That's huge because. Right. Like those are the type of voters that sat out in 2016. Right. That allowed Trump to win. And you also have Senator Sanders being the most popular politician in the country. 76% popularity, like approval rating across the entire country, not just Democrats. Yep. That's what the morning consult poll from five, six days ago, right? Then, you know, you tell them that he's got the most money. He's got the most individual donors. Most of his donors are women, 60%. Uh, you tell them that most of his support is um, minority voters. You tell them that uh, you tell, and then and then you tell them, which is the easiest pitch to make, especially if you're in the middle of a blizzard, that he's got the best grassroots support, <laughs> right? Like he's got the most grassroots support. I'm I came here from Michigan, right? Because this is so big. This is so huge right now. Well, actually, we collectively. I actually, I use that multiple <laughs> times on the doors. You should, but, like, I think what is so amazing, I believe that your pitch is, like, part of the magic sauce, especially for the anti-Trump people, which is so frustrating to me to talk to the anti-Trump people, because I really just want to talk about, like, what their, like, passions are, like, what you actually care about, like, what's affecting your They life. don't care. They don't they care. Don't. They, yep, their passions aren't with politics. That's the thing. You gotta, you gotta meet people where they are, Kelly. Exactly. <laughs> it's so frustrating. I just, I'm like, tell me about your life, and they're like, 
why are you being creepy on my porch trying to talk about my lord? Like, my kid's screaming. Get the fuck out of here. Approximately how much would you say that you spend in healthcare premiums each year? Oh, no, nope. seriously. But I, I did use that quite a few times. Like, I'm here from Michigan. Like, yeah. I, dro- I drove nine hours to be here to canvas right. for Bernie for free. In a fucking in blizzard. A blizzard. <laughs> and I'm out here in negative wind chill in a, bl- in a literal blizzard. And I, I, like, somebody today answered the door and she was like, oh, I don't know if I want Biden or Bernie. And I was like, well, Bernie has people that will travel nine hours and canvas for him in a blizzard. I don't think you can say that for Biden. <laughs> and she was like, huh, good point. And I was like, yep. Did, I, did anyone Would you like to commit to caucus for Bernie? <laughs> did anyone and, and, and run for into... anyone listening who might like, you know, lean to the other side of Warren, maybe. Yeah. Like no one at the campaign told us to say anything like that, by the way. <laughs> did it, did anyone no. run into any canvassers from any other campaigns? No, oh, zero. A Biden guy. Okay, one. One. I had a okay, Biden boy. Wait, hold up. This Biden guy was he not wasn't on my a canvasser. List. He yeah. wasn't a canvasser. The, he, he just got mad. Yeah. No, 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 no. This was not an actual canvasser. This guy had a Biden sign in his lawn, and I was walking around, and he like came up and tried to canvas me for Biden. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, wait, tell us how that pitch goes, because I'd love to hear. Yeah, I want to know what he said. It's pretty demeaning. A lot of like, well, you know, you're young. Like you don't get it. Yeah, you don't get it. That's that's how you convince a young person of what you're thinking is by condescending to them. Yeah, it's totally, totally. And then he told me he saw a Biden canvasser out earlier in the day. Liar, fake news. Though, although I did see like footprints on on the door so I couldn't tell but I didn't see any Biden lit so it could have been the mailman yeah that's what I was about to say the mailman so. doesn't work for the Biden campaign <laughs> <laughs> yeah. for sure. for so sure. I'm like convinced one track, of, like, one track so I really think <laughs> no the postal workers the union just endorsed Sanders yep, they? in Iowa uh, yeah so, so yeah. the mailmen are actually are actually working for Bernie literally <laughs> part of the Sanders campaign throw that lit out throw that lit out Iowa mailmen if you're listening throw that lit Shout, yeah, shout out to my guy working in the Columbus Post Office throwing all the Trump votes away from three years ago. That is awesome. Yeah, that was, uh, I forget that uh, popular Twitter user's name, but he tweeted that the day of the election and like set off a right wing firestorm where they literally called like, oh, they were calling the FBI and people like, there's a man, his name is Randy. It's Randy. It's the Twitter user. He works in the Columbus Post Office. And he is throwing away Trump literature he, or, or votes. He's literally. going postal. Yeah, lit- all, right, all right, all right, all right. While we're while we're talking about Oppo literature, yeah. I have to bring up this god awful fucking Pete literature that I found on the ground. You like this that, shit. You know, it's literally like the fucking post-it note, the little yellow yellow post-it oh. notes with Pete's name. on it's so fucking pathetic. And it's like, it's a oh, sticky note. it's just, yeah. it's, it's a sticky note. And there's nothing about Pete. 
There's nothing about what he stands for. It's just his name, and it's like, hey, sorry we missed you. Please contact this or text Pete to yeah. something, something, something. Text this number because people are definitely going to do that. <laughs> I think Navarro wants to do that. What is that, ASMR or whatever that thing is? That oh. Really no, I, are I you going to read that? Oh. Yeah, do that. Okay, okay. That sounds like, like I've, I've, wait, I've, seen, I, I've seen a lot of lit. Nothing as pathetic as that. It says, hi. That's some pathetic wait, shit. Wait, Mara's going to read it. I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it in a pathetic voice. Oh, in a pathetic voice? Oh, I was going to read it in an ASMR voice. Oh, do I don't it, know if I'm going to read it. Do it ASMR. You guys will get a lot of new listeners if you get some ASMR stuff in here. You can, Yeah, that'll get you yeah, a big, and there's a big do community it, out it. there. Hi, I'm from Mayor Pete's campaign. I knocked on your door. Sorry I missed you. We'd love to see you soon. Find us at your nearest field office at PeteForAmerica.com forward slash offices. <laughs> you can also text Pete Don't if you want to. I'm not going to. That should be hitting different. Oh, wait, <laughs> we, won't, we won't throw a party at your bar if there's a stripper pole. Oh. <laughs> Paid for by Pete for oh America. God, there's a Delaney office. Oh, what? I really want to sign up for canvassing shifts and not canvass them so no, bad. Oh, well, well, actually, actually, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. Oh, the I thing about know. the Delaney office is when you're not looking at it, it's not there. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I, I've seen Delaney around. I think it's just a gym. <laughs> I think it's literally just a gym. And he just works out there. And they just, they're like, yeah, sure, it's an office, too. <laughs> Whatever. There's a Tom Steyer sign down the street. Like, this is not a joke. <laughs> People told me that Tom Steyer was their third choice. People, <laughs> and they had I mean, a yard sign for him. When you are the like, only man who's been on television for six weeks, like it has an impact. <laughs> I've, had, I've had friends ask me who are like people who have no political engagement, are not even close to paying attention, that what's up with that guy who like cares about the environment? Um, and I'm like, I know you're talking about Tom Steyer, but that is bullshit. <laughs> like he's lying to you. Um, but yeah, I think. I don't think that there's going to be any legs to it, but I think that's what, like, it, it is going to make an impact and he's going to be around for a bit just because turns out $100 million can buy you some things. But also, didn't you hear him, like, say during the last debate that he is the only candidate <laughs> that is working on climate change? The only one? Yeah. <laughs> yep, that's, that's tough. Um, I, I believe he was an oil person, right? Hedge fund. Hedge fund? Okay. Yeah, he was a hedge fund guy, which, I mean, hedge funds invest in Yeah, so what I was getting at is by working on climate change, he means making it worse. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He's he's working on it. It's just not in the way that you want it. I don't know. I mean, I I don't think he's actually running for campaign. I think the the whole rumor out there that he spent $100 million to say hi to Bernie is is true. (laughs) That, or it's a psyop, but I don't know what the that angle was just like that the is. cutest yeah. shit though. Oh like I was like, oh. Hi, Bernie. Aww, I'm not trying to get in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> Fucking billionaire. I'm time for you. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Fuck off, Tom. <laughs> so I I want to shift gears just a little bit. Um, it was reported a, a couple days ago by the Intercept that uh, apparently the Sanders campaign had looked into the question of whether or not Elizabeth Warren could be both Sanders' VP and the Secretary of Treasury. Yeah, um, 
I actually, I thought we, I, I would probably like tell this story already, but like earlier today, like I had this uh, one uh, caucuser say that, yeah, um, I was, you know, between Bernie and Warren and after Warren did that, I was kind of pissed, but she was still undecided. Like she was not ready yet to, she wanted permission is what it was. And I gave her the permission. I was like, look, <laughs> I, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, uh, I'm sorry. You cut this out. <laughs> no, I mean, it's like, she said to me, no, this, this person was like, but what about the socialist thing? Right. She was like, what about the socialist thing? And that's what I mean by she wanted permission. Right. She was scared about like, endorsing a socialist she's she she everyone tells her that bernie sanders is unelectable all the time that's the only context i mean it in yeah like i'm sorry that yeah (laughs) that might have sounded bad at first but that's what i mean all right like like, yeah because that's the whole game because they can't fight you on the issues so they have to just make you they have to use the rules and say you're ineligible because no, that's mm-hmm. that's how they do it. They, and 100%, you don't follow the rules. We're playing in a sandbox and you're going outside of it. And yeah, and it was so fucking easy too, dude, to, to, to dispel that fear because I just said like they tried to do the same thing in 2016. She was like, "Yup, exactly." Um, they tried. Uh, she was like, "Yeah, they rigged it against him. He would have beat Bert. He would have beat Trump." I was like, "Oh yes, this is going where this is going right where I want it to go." The runway came out. Right? Yeah, yeah exactly. I was like, "All right, time to land." <laughs> okay, god damn it! <laughs> I thought it's. Uh, I can't stop doing tropes. <laughs> I thought it was uh, very interesting. Uh, you know, seeing the the difference in leaks from each campaign. Um, it just really goes to show like how goddamn magnanimous that man really is. Um, yeah. I mean, like, uh, you know, he's looking to give Warren like unprecedented power and, uh, <laughs> clearly this is, this is a man who thinks that, you know, um, Warren would be a good ally. So I, 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 I bet Bernie was pretty, pretty hurt by, uh, that action to be honest. Yeah. It looks he yeah he looked that way on the debate stage he's like what what like yeah, the way he was, was acting was marking and he just like looks like his heart's broken like he's like no 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 you know and then he's like hold it back hold it back and he like you could people don't react like that like he couldn't have planned that she totally planned yeah. it. But, like think about knowing that Kind of yeah, like, but think about knowing what he's looking into for her, like, what he wants to do for her, and like, to how much, like, he wants to put faith in her, and then, and then she just like throws it in the trash, you know, like, he 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 put so much faith into what he could give to her in 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 theory, and she just threw that in the trash. Oh, and by the way, uh, she could be both. VP and uh, Treasury Secretary. Right, there's nothing in the Constitution saying she can't be. No laws. Um, so, do 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 you uh, do you think it happens now? You know, honestly, I think that it it, it almost still could. And and here's my here's my rationale. Uh, Bernie did 40 rallies for Hillary Clinton, endorsed her, and did everything he could for her, knowing in what was in the Podesta emails. I mean, some of those emails were just like completely disparaging, like of, you know, his Jewishness, like just his supporters, his, you know, just everything. And they went nasty. So, I mean, and he still went out for Hillary. So I think that he, honestly, I think this is a man that would put politics 
above his own like emotions and he understands that there's a bigger picture and it's not just about him but it's about us can you give a quick recap of the podesta emails for some of our viewers um, okay before he does that though I think you should. I'm okay. just going to do a quick, uh, quick, quick version. Basically, it was um, Podesta was one of the um, campaign um, people with Hillary, and uh, his emails were leaked um, that they were having conversations between, like you know, it's like DNC and there's like debate strategy questions leaked. Maybe it was like near Tandon, and yeah, it was, it was some pretty like just awfully disparaging stuff. Um, just go Google it, Podesta emails. Uh, you'll find a treasure trove of absolutely gross, gross stuff from the establishment and you'll see exactly what we're fighting against. No, and, um... Oh, shit. I forgot what I was going to say. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. Here it is. This, this, this happens at least once every episode. Here it is. Well, uh, I, I, I do agree with you, Zachary, that, um she might fill one of the roles. I believe that she will for sure be the treasury secretary if Sanders were uh, to uh, become president. And I believe that he would probably choose his running mate as Barbara Lee because he's been, he's definitely been um, putting that out there in the last two debates. He's mentioned her name in the last two. And I think that's like very deliberate um, I think that he's like rolling that out to see what that might be, and I think that um, I think that electing a, a a black woman as vice president would be very very huge. With her progressive record. With her progressive record, and with, yeah, with with her progressive record, and also like um, you know, she the black women are like the future of the Democratic Party. Black women are like the base that like are not like, just the future, the past. I mean, they've been carrying the party for a long, long, long time, and honestly, they haven't been um, given the respect in the party that they deserve. No, that's one hundred percent true. I actually had that on the doors today. I uh, we were talking about Trump supporters, and I said something about like the wives of Trump supporters, and he was like, hey, "Excuse me, like, can we like singleize white women? Black women have carried the Democratic Party for a long time," and I was like. You are totally 100% right. Thank you, person I'm canvassing. <laughs> like, great. So, yeah, um, making her, make, making Warren VP and Treasury Secretary seems like a lot of trust and responsibility to, to put in someone who has uh, so fucking clearly betrayed you. It would kind of like, um, you know, if you would kind of strip, like, you know, the uh, for like, you know, the foreign affairs of like what a king would do. Like, it would be the closest, like, to a king that an American president has ever had, if you think about it. Like, if you're, if you're the Secretary of the Treasury and also the, uh, pres- the President of the Senate, and you can, like, decide what's reconciliation or not, basically. Like, that's a huge fucking deal. You can make Green New Deal reconciliation a 50-vote threshold vote. Like, that would be insane. Think about that politically. Like you would be like basically a a king in within the borders of the United States, the closest thing the United States has ever had to one, at, at least since Lincoln. What do you think, Ben? Are they gonna do it? Uh, well, I tend to agree with uh, Alex's analysis that uh, he he might make her one of those things, but probably not both, not at this point. Also, Alex, you're really on the monarchism 
this weekend? Yeah. <laughs> I think you need to cool it, man. Well, all these success on the doors, you know what they say. Once you become successful, you uh, tend to become conservative. So. <laughs> yeah, so conservative, you're feudalistic. <laughs> I, you know, I, I heard, uh, I, I think Alex has gotten the most confirmed uh, commitments to caucus. That he far. has. Uh, yeah, oh, I got 44 has, yeah. uh, official commits um, in six and a half turfs. Um, like, that's that's pretty good. He's been so excited, he good. wouldn't shut the fuck up about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I'm trying to downplay this. Yeah, la- <laughs> last night, last night, he's, he's, he's like, man, I'm finally good at something. <laughs> yeah. <no. laughs> Yes, I'm good. <laughs> oh, Alex, see, I told you, canvassing is worth that. No, I mean, and really, though, guys, like, if you are, like, if you want to run, like, in a local election or something like that, that is the way you're going to win. You know, we've had Brad and Betts on the podcast before. Not even local, look at where you're Anywhere, yeah. Anywhere. I know, I know. But, like, I'm just, I'm just talking about, like, our audience, right? Like canvassing really is the stuff that works. It's Canvas- the magic. If yeah. you if you if you have a, if you just like do the work and build a good canvassing operation, you could you can be a political force coupled with an agenda that people actually give a fuck about. Yes, yeah. of course. Yeah. And if you're listening to this podcast, you probably have like that's, something around that. That's the only yeah. way you're going to get other people to come out with you to canvas is if you have an agenda people care about. And and yeah, and and I just want to take a moment to say something that I've been thinking about is that uh, I came to Iowa partially because I am a very online person and I'm sure as everyone in this room and and everyone literally listening to this podcast it can be pretty I've frustrating. Been, I've never been on the internet. Yeah, <laughs> good. Wow. This is a reset, isn't that it? Is to like talk to normal to talk. people. It is. It's the best thing. It's the literally most healthy thing that you can do for yourself and for other people. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I swear to God, because seriously. you spend, I spend all day and you just get this warped view of what reality is like. And we're arguing about like, the stupidest shit. People are you, on our side and we don't yes, even know. And you it. go out and talk to people and and it's so many of the people I've talked to this weekend are people they weren't even registered to vote. And you go in and you give them five minutes of your time to talk about Bernie and it that like you said earlier, Alex, the case it sells itself and it's easy and it just it's a good refresher to start valuing humanity again and and not think that we should all burn in a deep dark hell. <laughs> there's there's nothing like uh, talking to a normal person who doesn't know what gamer girl bathwater is. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Yes, exactly. Yeah, like obviously oh. all our brains are melted. Wait, yeah. Alex, Alex, I have a story that I need to hear from you still. You said you had someone on the doors today who did not who had not ever heard of Bernie Sanders. Oh my wait, god, yes, wait. I have to tell this yeah, story. Um <laughs> uh, so she was a um she could speak like a little English. Like she was like pretty good at English. She understood what I was saying, like she could respond, but her first language obviously Spanish. And um, you know, I said, Hey, I'm uh, here volunteering for Bernie Sanders. And uh she's like, Who? And I'm just like, Bernie Sanders, and she's like, Republican or Democrat? <laughs> That's crazy because doesn't he have like ninety eight percent name recognition or something? Yeah, wild? yeah, you found the two percent. Yeah, yeah, and you just made that. Like, no, so so the, so listen to this. It's incredible. Listen, I got her to caucus for Bernie Sanders. Woo! <laughs> That's right. Did so, you tell her she he, he's an independent? 
No, I did not. No, I did not. I didn't, I didn't have to do all that. All I had to do. Not a real Democrat. Yeah. All I, I, I gave, no, I gave that line to other people. For sure. I gave that line to other well, people. He's not a real Democrat. Yeah. That's how I sell him, dude. Yeah. I'm like, guys, he's not a real Democrat, which means we don't have to worry about this as much. But anyways, right. Like, she didn't. Don't worry, Bernie. We're going to keep you in check, though. <laughs> like, she but, didn't. She, she didn't know whether Bernie Sanders was a Republican or a Democrat or not. Okay, so it was like she's like, "All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna call my sister because she knows who we're voting for." Okay, and then she's like, "Wait, which one is Trump? Republican?" And you're like, "He's Democrat." I'm like, "Yes." And then I said, like, at one point, like, uh, and then I said at one point that like he's got the best uh, immigration policy. Um, and then like while she was on the phone with her sister, then I got her to even like. Um, uh, she was like, who's Bernie Sanders? And she was like, yeah, I guess like her sister said something about Bernie Sanders and about how he's a Democrat and he's good or something like that. And then, um, you know, I got her to uh, put it on speakerphone and uh, they they live close by, too. So I, I assume they're probably like at the same caucus site. And she, they're like, uh, yeah, we're going to go vote for Bernie. Like, uh, woo, woo. They, that, that, yeah. that's the story. So yeah, all she needed to do, basically all she needed to all she needed to know was that like there were people out there that were like on her side, right? And that um her sister was like on board. That's literally all it was. That's literally all it was. Yeah, like she was like you don't like Trump. You're opposite of Trump. Uh, let me call my sister. Oh, my sister likes this guy too. That's literally all it was. That's literally all it was. Guys, this is fucking easy. Get off Twitter for like five hours. Go fucking knock doors for Bernie Sanders. It'll be Stop. there when you get back. Like I, I just looked. It didn't fucking go anywhere. It's still there. There'll it's gonna be start some more ruining. Stuff. Yeah, it's gonna ruin my brain again on Wednesday when I leave Iowa. But until then, that I am clear, conscious. Burning. I'm, I'm fucking zen <laughs> right now. I am meditating in the thoughts of normal people. Seriously, and it's like. And bring friends, too. Like, if you go traveling for Bernie, like, Bernie journeys are the shit. This has been incredible. Thank you, Kelly and Mara. Friends, like, come alone. Yeah, uh, awesome part of part of the thought that I was getting at friends. earlier is that not only do you get an escape from the toxicity of online and get to talk to normal people, but you also get to up meet other good people. So I came from Columbus to Iowa by myself and the, these people from the state of Michigan, which I don't know if you know anything about Ohio and Michigan, there was a <laughs> literal war fought between the states at one point. Toledo, Shit was crazy. Man. Yeah. Toledo is okay, you just, you just went Google up a couple it. notches in my book. <laughs> Thank you. A Toledo war uh, mentioned yes. on my podcast. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like, our states have warred against each other I think, and they I have think just adopted me and put me on their podcast, which is the highest honor you can bestow on a citizen from another state. Hashtag unity. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure one of my relatives killed one of your relatives. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Speaking of unity, can we please talk about this? Can we please talk about Are this? Talking about the, New York, the, the New York Times. Wait, real quick, I have one quip. We literally picked you up in the middle of nowhere. Yes. <laughs> literally did. Okay, yep. but post quip, Alex had a So, thing. yeah, well, so uh, 
we got to talk about this. This this was reported. This was this story broke literally <laughs> less than an hour ago. You want me? Can I give you a little? Um, we're having a good time, guys. <laughs> in Des Moines, <laughs> Iowa. <laughs> Breaking news. Great fucking news. Uh, the New York Times editorial board just jointly endorsed Elizabeth Warren and Amy Klobuchar. It's a half endorsement. It's a half endorsement. Clobbering time. Do they fucking hate women? Do they actually hate them? <laughs> what? How does this? Uh, what the fuck? What is going on? Like what? Like are you serious? This is only gonna help Biden and Bernie. What the fuck are you doing, New York Times? Do you even know what's good for you? Wait, why are you complaining? Obviously not. <laughs> yeah, what role because are you? Because it just blows my fucking mind. What role mind. are you playing there? Like the owner of the the whatever. Ugh. The it owner just, of the New York I think Times. stupidity just makes yeah, Alex yeah, mad. Stupidity yeah. just makes me very to, fucking mad. This take, is very fucking stupid. He had to take stupid. his hat off. He was overheating. <laughs> He's been triggered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I shouldn't Shit. use it that way. I'm sorry. Slam the microphone. But, like, Alex is very upset right now. <laughs> I wanted it to be Amy. I wanted it to be Amy yeah, they, so bad. They are gutless because if they had any any character or identity they would have just gone for amy because that's what they want to do but they want to have exactly a, they want to have a toe in with someone who yeah, has like a fucking chance of winning right. anything because they don't want to so they don't want people, people tweeting at them all day now. because right. secretly all of these people they act like they're above online but they live for the approval of the internet and so if they had any integrity they would have just endorsed amy but they did elizabeth warren because they're trying to remain relevant <laughs> See this exactly. this is this is why they're failing. I mean that the makes me so mad because it makes him right and it like you know that meme that's like the when the worst person yes. you know makes a good the point Onion article like oh, yeah. stop making it right and I think the New York Times failed the American people maybe, <laughs> maybe. yeah again <laughs> <laughs> like holy fucking shit like holy Terrible. fucking shit Great job, I don't guys. Know. I, I mean, as a woman, I feel like I've really changed my mind, and now I'm really starting <laughs> to think that Amy Klobuchar has my vote, so I can like lose my health. And like now that the New York Times said so, I feel like I can run for president. I know. I feel so empowered to just like go out there and like, you know, fight for my own health care through a big corporate job. Like I'm super excited. I'm gonna go find one. Isn't that how it works? That's what she told me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's totally. feminism. Feminism. That's doing a feminism in Corporate 2020. Feminism. <laughs> like basically the most feminist New York Times did a growth, and they they uh, they, they 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 sided with all the women. They didn't yeah. pit women against each yeah. other. That was literally. I forget what the writer was the other day, but he was going at Bernie. And he was like. The way to show you're not sexist is to not run for president against oh, a woman. At Barack Obama. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> okay, okay. But yeah, like, the reason why I'm so mad is, is because if it was literally like Amy, and even if it was Elizabeth Warren, honestly, I think that would have been a net positive for Bernie. Now I'm not so sure. Because this is also going to help Biden. That's why I'm so mad. Because it's a fucking chaos variable. It's a literal fucking chaos variable. That's why I'm mad. I I don't see it that way. I'm I I'm curious to see. It, uh, no, this is. This, I'm telling you. This, why do you think I, it helps Biden out of curiosity? Because I saw a lot of people who were like number one Biden, second Bernie, and like 
I, I know that that like or number one Biden, not Bernie or like I, I met a lot of Biden people. So do you think him getting this would have hurt him? He definitely. Well, first of all, I'd never even considered that the New York Times would endorse Bernie after Sanders. After the interview, oh, yeah. I thought you meant <laughs> Biden. Biden. Oh, Biden. Biden. Yeah, after no. the interview where no. Biden got so scared by his Amy phone ringing, I, I'm shocked the New York Times didn't endorse him I, after I, that. No, I actually, no, no, I actually thought that it was most likely going to be Biden, but I wanted it to be Amy. I, I mean, didn't think it was going to be Warren. I thought it would have been great if they endorsed Biden. He gave such a good interview. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Everyone, me, go read. Let me, let me, let me just read out and read a quick excerpt. Uh, uh, I'm not going to do it. I'm not doing ASMR. Okay. This is the best moment of the interview when Biden says, by, by the way, that's, that's what some of these Bernie people don't get. You have to get the center too. It's, I was eating a corn dog the other day. This this is like a corn dog with 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 some mustard. When when you get to the middle, it's hard and tough and dry, but you have to eat that too. You have to eat that to finish it, but it's hard. And someone asks, uh, "Sir, are you talking about eating a wooden stick?" I want to I want to break something to you right now, Ben. And this is how awful this race is. That's satire. Are you serious? Yeah, nobody knows. Yes. Nobody fucking knows anymore. The <laughs> onion is dead. <laughs> well, because in the same but interview, he literally gets satire, scared though. by his own cell phone ring. Yeah, and me and like, you having that's, this conversation. Yeah, we were talking about this last night. That's as insane as him thinking that he's... The, the middle of the corn dog is just extremely hard. Like, that is no different from him being scared by his own phone. Like, having are, kids rub his leg hair. Or having, yeah, yeah. Oh. Or, or oh talking God, about corn that, pop. Or, yeah, yeah the kids, so... they, used to, they used to rub my, my hair in the water to uh, get off. You know those are from the same, uh, those two things are from the same speech? Yeah, yeah. that's five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> that's a tight five. It's amazing that the leg hair thing didn't break out the same time that the corn pops. Yeah. It, the corn pops oh. was clearly more important. And honestly, also... For, I thought the leg hair shit was way worse. They're, they're both <laughs> terrible, but the best part is go online, you have to watch the video because the reaction of the people standing around him <laughs> at what I believe is like something about the community pool it's like some kind of yeah. event honoring like the pool or something. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's who the who the fuck knows what it actually is. Sure. But just watch the people standing around him as he's telling these stories and how uncomfortable he is. <laughs> and imagine that man debating Donald Trump. Yeah, well, we were talking about uh, you know how Kamala Harris was running those ads. Uh, you know, back when she was in the race, about like getting the 3 a.m. phone call, and I always thought those ads were kind of like stupid. But then, like you know, like you have like um, Donald Trump needs to uh, obey terms of service. You have uh, <laughs> you have Biden like freaking out about getting a phone call at 3 p.m. in the afternoon when he's having an interview at the goddamn New York Times. Hey, he's like, "What hey. the hell is that?" Yeah. And no, the guy's no. like, "It's your phone." Yeah. <laughs> Who do you want getting the 3 p.m. phone call? <laughs> Not hey, Joe. Hey, you don't call me at 3 a.m. unless you're trying. To do think you're unless you're trying to give the whole college try. <laughs> like, you don't call for business at three a.m. Not when not back when I came up. <laughs> back, back in the day, back in the day, Johnny, my boss, he used to take me out for dinner, and dinner would be like, "Hey Johnny, hey Johnny, like, why is this dinner so cold?" It's be, it's because like it's because. It's because we kept talking and talking because we had so many ideas and topics. 
Is this dinner happening on the train that he took every day? <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, no. Even though Joe Biden talks like that, like I'm sorry, but like people do not listen to Joe Biden. Most people no. aren't listening to Joe Biden. They're not listening, They're not listening to him. Especially speak. the people running his campaign. They've Exa- muted him. <laughs> <laughs> They've turned the. They, they're all wearing little like ear things that just hums at the frequency so they can't hear Joe. And they just they put him back. We were talking about this. They put him back in the hamster wheel after yeah. he comes to mandatory oh, yeah, yeah. campaign events and that's it. Okay, and then instead of like a carrot, he has a finger. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. Right. He's just trying to bite okay. his wife's but here's finger. The thing. Here's, but, but here's the thing though, I want to talk about I want to talk about why this helps Joe Biden though, this like joint endorsement. I, I need to get back to this. Oh, wait, like, can I make a quick joke real quick? Okay, go on ahead. The, okay. Um, do you want to know Donald Trump's uh, no, Joe Biden's real problem with being on the stage with Donald Trump? What? There's not enough hair to smell. <laughs> oh. Okay, anyways, but this helps Joe Biden because like he talks like like he talks like he's like sundowning. Yes, but people aren't listening to him. Like people are checked out. People are more worried about the fucking playoffs happening this weekend. People are more worried about like the Astros scandal. You know, or like I, I, my my shit is sports heavy because that's kind of like my proximity. But like, okay, anyways. Um, but yeah, like that's what most people are like cared about. That's where people's passions lie and that they just like, like Joe Biden because he was like Barack Obama's, uh, 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 vice president and they don't like the New York times and they think that it's like stupid to do a joint endorsement probably. No, they don't. They just don't care. They don't think. Or they don't even care. Or they don't even care. If you watch Mad Men, it's the Don Draper. I don't think about you at all. Yeah, That's exactly. I feel like it's exactly an, a, a how New York most Times endorsement. I feel like even like you know like people who are like not even paying attention like might hear that like in passing or like. How many fucks I give about the New York Times endorsement? As somebody that is the least social media active at this table, like. Zero fucks. I would never have even known unless it was for you guys. I'm just saying, like, it's, it's like, it looks really bad when you have a joint endorsement because basically what it means is we don't like either of these people. We only like them halfway. Yeah. And like, that's awesome. And exactly. Awesome. Because so, they so don't the, have similar positions on anything. So or, what does the New York or, Times care about? Oh, like, shit. Like, what's oh, their. Oh, shit. Guys, 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 I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. I'm women. saying this. I have to eat women. crow for what I said earlier. Yeah, that's guys, true. Guys, this women. might help Pete. The Iowa voters are paying attention. The Iowa voters are plugged in, and they're like going to be look. They, they all like go and like on the last day look up all the like endorsements and all that shit. Like that's what they do. And that's what so you just think like Pete's going to get the tryhard. So, but he so, didn't win. I think I honestly think that uh, so you, this I think you're undervaluing too. liberals' affection for the New York Times. Yeah, I think that. Um, a certain kind. Of. Yeah, I think that uh, I think a Pete voter already, is going to. But they're already with Warren, or like. Yeah, I know, and it just creates more chaos, honestly, amongst the whole. But that's whole this point all too. helps us because yeah. Bernie voters are not. They don't give a shit about any of this. It it's the one us, group of people. It helps us, but does it help us more than Biden? Like, I'm, I'm sorry, I but think it we're does. still no. Like, we're we're. Because I don't think Amy. Yeah, do you think Amy not, yeah. and do you think Amy and we still have to worry about Biden? We're ahead <laughs> in the polls now, but we still have to. We have to pay attention. We cannot slip up. I don't think that a I don't think that a double endorsement I don't think it's as effective as a single endorsement but I also don't think it's a negative 
I don't think that I don't think that Amy and Warren are going to lose support over this endorsement. I think that they're going to both gain mediocre support, and I think that support can only come from Pete or Biden. I don't think that support is going to come from Bernie Sanders supporters. So I, I like that, that argument. Be, I, I that hope you're be, right. Yeah, and I'm th- the same thing. I think yeah. that it creates just more. It's it's like you've been talking about this whole weekend. It's just like there's no. There's no unity amongst the centrists. It's just That's, that is division. what I've been talking about literally the nope. whole weekend. Yes, there's a pie that every person who joins just splits it up into smaller pieces. Like that's why I was all for Bloom. Hell yeah, Bloomberg, get in the race. I don't give no, a shit. it splits up. It splits up. It creates a collective action problem that they cannot like. They they cannot unsurmount. But like what you were just saying a minute ago, like you were like, we can't slip up here, guys. We can't slip up. But that's the thing is that like all these endorsements. None of that stuff is going to matter in the grand scheme of things because when it comes down to it, we have the grassroots support. 100%. And as long as we are actually getting out there and doing the fucking work, map.berniesanders.com, uh, then we are good, dude. Like, that's that's what's going to be good. But that is a lot of fucking work. It's not just like, oh, cool. We're so, like, we have a okay, okay. I, something just popped up in my head. I'm sorry. I'm very sorry, Ben. But, like, uh... There's another possibility of something that might happen is that like Elizabeth Warren supporters or Amy Klobuchar supporters might be like, why is the New York Times not just endorsing my candidate? And like they might go to Biden. Is, is another thing that we have Why? to worry about. What? No. I, Why? I think these are like no, I, no. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't. I, I. I just think these are people we don't. We aren't worried about at all. No. You know what I mean? Like this is the horse race to me. No. Like this is the this is horse race. It's horse racy. It's gonna. It's gonna draw the attention of people who we don't need to give a shit about at all for the next three days. Honestly, the only thing that I'm disappointed about this by is like. I'm really excited to be recording this podcast, but I bet Twitter is lit right now. Like, this is the yeah. dumbest shit. They, oh, yeah. they created this, like, Bachelor-esque uh, political stunt. You both and they picked two <laughs> fucking people who don't agree on anything. So, like, what, what does that say about you? <laughs> no, but I mean, like, seriously, though. Like, what does that say to the people who are voting for or who support Amy Klobuchar or Elizabeth Warren? If the New York Times will not support your candidate, just period... Like, what does that tell you? What signal does that give? I think that gives a bad signal. They might move to Biden or Pete. We'll we'll see how this all plays out very fucking soon, Alex. Um, I don't think Alex is sleeping tonight. We, uh, well, before, we're we're almost out of time here, but before we close out, I wanted to read through uh, some of this article that that BuzzFeed just published yesterday that I thought was very fucking funny. Um, So the white voters who come to Pete Buttigieg's rallies just don't understand. Many of them fell for the 37-year-old former mayor of South Bend, Indiana, the first time they heard him speak. His calm demeanor, his intelligence, the way he seemed to appeal to progressives and moderates alike. Okay, yeah, sure. Uh, seemed being the key word there. Seemed to appeal to progress. Um, okay. Uh, but, his support, but his support among Democratic-leaning black voters nationally is stuck in the abysmally low single digits. Quote, I don't understand that, end quote, said Bill Koenig, a physician in Des Moines, who said Buttigieg is one of his top choices in the first in the nation in, in the first in the nation caucuses. 
I don't understand it, said Julie Wallstrom. Uh, I don't understand what that issue could possibly be, said Doug Gardner. In nearly two dozen interviews across Iowa this month, white voters struggled to reconcile their affection for Buttigieg with, with how black voters see the candidate. Some said it simply doesn't matter to them. <laughs> many, more, many more had been grappling with how to think about the disconnect and Buttigieg's chances. Some were worried... Others frustrated, but not a single person considering Buttigieg said it would affect their vote in the caucuses, which are nearly two weeks away. <laughs> it's very on brand. No, and and you want to know what? Like a lot of people actually do care about like having a like multiracial coalition, and it's like those people are in the minority, and it basically it's just a microcosm of like you know Pete Buttigieg, Amy Klobuchar, all these like centric can- centrist candidates, like ridiculous. I mean, I like the fact that his Support. supporters emulate him and the fact that they just don't give a shit about black people. Yeah, yeah. they just don't give a fuck. They would have voted for Obama three times, to quote the famous line from <laughs> Get Out. Like, these are people who care about people of color in name only. Right. They're happy to use them as a sidecar in their trip to power, but they don't care about them in any material way. And so they refuse to do the work of figuring Mm -hmm. out what matters to these people. Like, they don't understand them because they don't care and care to figure out what matters in their lives. These are the same people that when you canvass them for Bernie, their biggest issue is defeating Trump. These are the exact same people. Um, I Actually, though, I met a unicorn today, a a black Pete Buttigieg supporter. And I was like, oh, okay, Um, you know. All right, have a nice day. Um, more power to you. Yeah, more, but you get yeah, it. The, All right. There's a, there's a key <laughs> distinction because a Pete what? Buttigieg supporter who affirmatively agreed because, as we know from South Carolina, if he sends you an email and if you don't respond to it, you are an African-American or black I mean, supporter of his. So in that classic McKinsey move, uh, you met the first opt in <laughs> black Buttigieg support. Okay, so he did opt in, but it yeah. it did take him like about ten seconds of thinking and me prompting him with the name for him to be like, oh yeah, that one. <laughs> so, does that even you know. really count? <laughs> I does it? Um, you know, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I had a lot of P people who were like uh, second choice Bernie, and I had a lot of Biden people who were like second choice Bernie, and I had a lot of. Warren, or actually, I didn't even have a lot of Warren people, to be quite honest with you. Um, no Liz lads? No, no Liz lads for some reason, yeah. Um, and uh, I didn't come across any Amy people. It was mostly just those candidates. I did get um, one door that had... Some Yang people also, and like, uh, yeah, Yang also oh, Yang, came out. There was Yang, but the, I went up to this one door and... But all the Yang people like Bernie. A bunch yeah. of Warren and Pete signs, and I was like, oh, great, this is going to go well. So, And then I get up to the door, and there's this tiny, like, a Bernie sticker in the window, and I was like, what? Okay, let me just... Oh, what's sh- going this on? This is a 2016 Yeah, this is chaos house. Who's strayed, yeah. this is like, who's like, strayed from the path a yeah. little bit. Oh, no, well, actually, what it was, well, I knocked on the door, and it was for the wife. And the wife was for Bernie, but the all the Warren and the Pete stuff was the husband's stuff. Oh, I, the, he has and, both? And I, I had, love yeah, that. Yeah, he has oh, both. Oh, man, and that's I, some centrist. Car, no, the I collective had, action uh, problem in a microcosm. Yeah. I had, actually had Bernie signs in my car that we were bringing around to give to people, and I was like, oh, do you, do you want some 
some Bernie signs. So we threw some Bernie signs in that mix too. Oh, yeah. And it wasn't her husband, like a precinct captain yeah. for Pete too. And she's like, yes. Yeah, and he has Warren signs Bernie. outside. That's an the amazing precinct story. House divided. Oh, person divided. Yeah. I mean, it goes to show like man divided. Yeah. The centrist story. <laughs> They're all divided. They need unity. So I, uh, Hashtag ro- unity. Real quick, I, I want to read one of my favorite quotes from this article. Uh, this is uh, this is from a woman named uh, Sue Seidenfeld, uh, who lives here in Iowa, and she says, "I think that maybe that black voters don't uh, black voters feel like uh, he wasn't as empathetic as he could have been, and as on top of the situation as he should have been, uh, which is kind of a shame because he has to be impartial." And he has to take some time to see what what really the facts were. And I think people are too quick to judgment sometimes. She paused and added, but maybe not, you know, maybe there may be something to it. Well, you know, (laughs) I wasn't asking for your empathy. It's just, it's really funny to watch someone say, it's like start to say something incredibly fucking stupid. And then they like have to like backtrack real quick, like at the very end. Well, actually, maybe in there, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> that reminds me of like that, the, that, da- that debate question, you know, is like, uh, you know, you say that uh, black people just need to get to know you, but what if they have gotten to know you and they just don't like you? <laughs> Dude, that was <laughs> fucking savage. That was probably that, the best moment of Yeah, Pete has gotten his so ass funny. burnt by that and <laughs> the New York Times one about the, the guy with that just the bread, uh, the bread, incredible uh, line reading. You worked for a company that fixed bread prices. Oh my god. Work for a company that may have been yeah. involved with a, <laughs> yeah. that company in which they had a scandal involving the price of bread. <laughs> which yeah, yeah. I only just found about yeah. last yeah. night. Yes. No, I had no idea about any of this until last yeah. night. Wait, can, can someone explain? Can someone catch me up? On the bread pricing thing? So, okay, yeah. And, and uh, the failing New York Times did the series of interviews to then picked this co-winner um, and <laughs> as part of their TV show that I believe is on FX. We didn't confirm this, but that seems to be the discussion. They've been airing these interviews. So they filmed the candidates while they also, they so I believe a panel of New York Times I, I think it's like some reporters, some opinion people, but it was all I, I thought it was their editorial board. Was it the editorial board yeah. exclusively? Yeah, okay, so. maybe it was the editorial board exclusively. They interviewed <laughs> each candidate and filmed it and then put out the written one. And so there's a clip from one of the guys asked Pete a question where he like is the look in Pete's eyes while the question is being asked is also another reason to watch this because he is just so mad that someone is asking him this question but he asks him he says you were you worked for a company that uh, fixed prices of bread you were in the war overseas you seem to be involved in a lot of the things that are upsetting young people but you don't show any of the anger that they have over it what's with that with that i'm paraphrasing but that's essentially the question and then he responds with anger that's bullshit (laughs) yeah he says that's bullshit let me look like a young firebrand i never worked at a company that did something like that he's like 
you worked at a company, and that's where the quote. Oh, okay. Not that you worked at a company that was fixing bread prices. <laughs> yeah, and, and he just like that's when he goes into the like third degree. Like, no, of, I was I I was working for a company that had a client that may have been involved in a scandal. Do you blah, think blah, blah, Pete blah. has an anger problem? Uh, I for th- sure. Yeah. For sure. Like, do you, do you remember in the debate? Uh, not that I think this is the one before this one. Um, when Warren was mentioning the wine cave and he's like mm. wrenching his hands. Yeah, same like, shit. I think, think he's got. A, I think he's got an anger problem. Mm-hmm. As a short person, am I allowed to say that it's probably like Napoleon syndrome or something? You can say it. Sure. I, yeah. <laughs> because I feel like it's true. Like I, I feel like I'm a little more angry, spicy. Hashtag free Chaston. <laughs> let the man go to bars with stripper poles in yes, them. Like, let him live people his People just want to have fun. <laughs> let them. <laughs> That's not okay. a, in full luxury communism in the future. <laughs> There's going to be parties with stripper oh, poles. Oh, you're one of those Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, silver spoon socialist. Yeah, yeah champagne socialist yeah, over yeah. here. Hey, or Speaking you know, Red Bull and Bourbon Socialist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's what you got, you know. You shout know, out, shout out to that bar that we went to last night because I f- this yeah, this gets it exactly the lift here. Yeah, shout out to the lift in Des Moines because it's a perfect mixture. They make great cocktails and it looks like you're in a dive bar. Yeah, so it's yeah. the it was kind of cold though. It was kind of yeah. cold. It was cold because there are cigarette like, smokers in the bar. Though not in the bar, but, you know they have to go. We gotta like princess Alex up before he goes outside. Make sure he has his snow pants on. Yeah. Oh, this he's was like, the best story of the whole weekend. Alex's sister called him to make sure that he had a, a scarf and gloves, and he's like, I'm with the boners! Leave me alone! He's like at the door, and his sister calls to like, try to see him, because she hasn't seen him for a while. She, his, his, sister, up, his sister is living here in Des Moines, working for the Des Moines Register. And he picks up the phone, and in the middle of a conversation with the voters. With the voters. Yeah. And he's like, what do you want? I'm with the voters! <laughs> well, they're going to vote eventually. They're going to caucus first, but they're going to vote eventually. <laughs> All right. The caucusers. Well, yeah, but you saying the caucusers, it just sounds stupid. I'm not going to... Like, fuck yeah, that. that. I'm sorry. sounds stupid. Yeah, and I've just been... I have a problem with words, and I've just been saying... Caucusing and canvassing pretty much interchangeably. I said that so much at the doors. Are you going to canvass for Bernie Sanders? Yes. And they're like, what does that mean? And I'm like, caucusing. And they're like, some of them are still like, what does that mean? But, but, um, and then that's why we're here. We're here to walk you through that process. We're here to point everyone in the right direction. Uh, We are, uh, we're running out of time here. Um, But, um, do the work. Do yeah, the, do the, do the work. work. It, you know, I, if you're listening to this podcast and you're not already supporting Sanders, I'm surprised you made it this far. But uh, <laughs> there's yeah. there's still time to get on the winning team, guys. There's still Seriously. time. Also, like unlimited bandwagon. Seriously, Make I would. Sure uh, that you're out there, like having phone banks at your house. The more people that you have phone banks at the same time, the more effective it is. So make sure you are posting your phone banks on map.berniesanders.com. Yes. If you're, or you can just go to berniesanders.com slash call and make calls yourself from home whenever you want. Or you could come out and canvas. 
at home, wherever you're at. Or to Iowa or other new states. No, if you're, 10th, listen, right? if you're if you're not in Iowa, New Hampshire, Nev- Nevada, or South Carolina, don't fucking waste your time canvassing right now. Yeah, uh, we well, need phone banging. We need all hands on deck here in Iowa. It's so fucking they important used that to we win call this. me on my cell phone. Yeah, guys, yeah. like take this take this opportunity as your dress rehearsal for your home state. If you're in Michigan right now, li- listening, like uh, go on. Like uh, that website uh, Kelly just told you. Not map.berniestanders.com. Berniestanders.com slash call. Download the fucking Burn app. If you don't have the Burn app on your phone, what are you fucking doing? I would like to say this is some great like organizing plugs right now. And also, I would like to shout out to Kelly for doing that earlier, like in the middle of an actual talking point to be like, Okay, real quick, but map.berniesanders.com. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, it's, that's an organizer's brain right there. They need to put they need to put the map on the burn app. I feel like it was on the burn app. No, it was. I feel like also download Bernie Plus. That is a great app that has a lot of information. It has like you can get to the Bernie store from there. You can donate. You can volunteer your time. Bernie Plus. Also, if you go to the burn app, you just click events. It's also right there. So download. It's you can get anywhere, everywhere. Download all the apps. Go to the Bernie website. Go to the internet. Make all the phone calls. Knock all the doors in Iowa. Uh, we let's fucking do this, guys. Let's fucking win. And New Hampshire and Nevada. Let's, yeah. And Kings of the North. Kings of the North. Kings of the North. Uh, okay. Blizzard, Blizzard bastards. Let's fucking go. Let's fucking let's go. Let's fucking go. We're gonna win. We're gonna win because we fucking caucus. For, no, no, we didn't caucus, but we can't. <laughs> Addison fucked it up. Yeah. He <laughs> fucked it up. <laughs> Ruined all of your brains. <laughs> you, you're, you're far too late for that. <laughs> I feel like I just watched 300. Let's go. Okay. That's that's going to do it for us this week. Thank you guys so much. Uh, bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye.